When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most innovative, you know, technological machine you'll ever find. And it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they, they, they're always, they're always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own, on their own products too. So go over and check them out. Mention coach unplugged and they'll give you a $400 off for coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need to become a better basketball coach. We always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft. Well, are you working on yours? And that's one of the ways I've worked on my craft. It's something, you know, from someone that's been, that's coached a nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would, that I could share with the world to make coaches better. And the roadmap will take care of it and we'll walk you through everything you need. So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out High School Hoops. Go over and check out the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Go over and check out Funnel Down Defense Podcast. All of them are great. Um, and leave a five-star review. We'd love that. All right, have a great day. Yeah, we went to my uh, farm a couple of weeks ago. I, I've been messing around with the virtual reality a little bit. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just uh, rip right into it. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yep. Um, so one of the questions I had is I remember you talking about playing like the Grinnell system and someone that's like putting a lot of pressure and trying to slow things down. Um, my kid uh, was playing a, a club tournament last weekend. His coach was telling him to try to slow the ball down, but everybody was putting f- pressure man-to-man, closing all the lanes. So how do you slow it down when no one's – you know what I'm saying? Where there's really nobody to pass to. So uh, I, I'm not sure I totally understand it. So you're saying 
how do you slow it down when someone's pushing it really fast? How do you slow it down? Uh, say someone's playing man to man. Okay. Pressure, okay. Court. They're, they're picking up full court and pressing me. Oh, okay. Even half court. Let's say half court. Okay. And so I'm trying to slow, I want to slow the ball down, but every they're putting pressure on me. They're not playing pack line. They're trying to deny the lane. So I can't really kick it to someone else. How do I slow things? You got a lot of back, a lot of back cuts. And the thing is we'll take layups. So if they're overplaying, it's not like we're not going to shoot. Yeah, you got to tack the rim and you got to like when people deny up real high, then you got a backdoor cut. Like you got to cut, like you got to fake like you're getting it. And you, that's when those cuts will be there um, okay. because there's no pack line. So no one's there protecting in the middle. Okay. So that sol- that will solve 95% of your problems, I think. Great. Okay. I want you to do that because then we'll just, it, you know, you did not, you, so let's say the ball is at the top of the key. I'm trying to, I, I got a new monitor, so I'm trying to figure out. Okay. So uh, I'm looking all over the place. So anyway, the ball is at the top of the key and you're denying the wing over here. The, all this guy, all this wing has to do is kind of take, all he has to do is kind of look at him, fake this way and then back door cut. If there's no helpline, you're going to be wide open. Okay. So lot, lots of cuts like that will, will help a lot against teams that are pressuring. Are, they, okay. are you talking about doubling or pressuring? Just more pressure, just man-to-man pressure. Yeah, so then you just – what depends on what you're running offensively, but if you're, you know, if you're just running like a motion, you got a, a lot of cuts, a lot of screens, a lot of slips. You know, you know, don't always come off the screen, but slip. I tell the guys, find open space. Like, okay. cut to open space. Um, okay. Because then, yeah. And, and how do you do that? you got to practice it, first of all. That's the hard part with, like, summer stuff. you got to practice it. Um, and they got to feel what it's like to get pressured because what happens is they want you to turn it over and they want to go in the other direction is my guess. Right, right. So yeah. treat like someone's pressing you full court and if, if I got a layup, I'm just – I'm, I'm just taking gotta, a layup. I'm not like trying to take time off the clock. Right. Um, okay. So it I is, just, it is yeah. hard to slow it down, it, to slow the pace down if they're putting that much pressure on you. Yeah, and you can do that. Like I can try – it's like – and the thing is you got to practice it. So that's where it's like – if you're doing it with your team, put the clock up and let 30 seconds, put 30 seconds. I do this all the time in practice and I'll, I'll even put six defenders. And I'll say, all right, you got to get from 30 to zero. Like you win. If you, the ball get, if you, if you can get it down to zero and the other team has to, I use it as a conditioning thing a little bit too. Um, Cause you got to kind of get the feel of what is it? It's almost like playing hot potato. If you're trying to run clock. Okay. You know, if it's the first half, you're not doing that. You're going to attack them and then try to score on them. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Um, so the other thing is I really wanted to implement kind of your terminology, uh, red light, green light, uh, yellow light for my, for my shooters. Yep. So I mean, how do you start this season off? So if, if I just look at all my stats from last year, I had three people that I gave the green light. I would give the green light to. One of them's gone. So I have two coming. Yep. And then I have other people, the other three starters would probably be yellow like shooters. So do you start? Uh, do you, right, first no, I, I'll do. I'll, well, you, that's what you got to figure out. I got to go back and look what I remember what I did last season as far as green light goes and, and yellow. But um, I don't remember what our cutoffs were. I'd have to ask my assistants. But I said, I said it before the first game, before even the. Basically, any time in the season, if they think they should go from one light to another, then they got to – there's a threshold they got to do in front of me at the end of practice, like okay. 25 threes in two and a half minutes. Whatever you decide you want to set the bar to be, um, 
there's a standard and then obviously you can earn the right not to have to do that standard if you're shooting like 60 percent from three it's like well you got the green light you're open shoot it um so i don't remember i'll I'll see if i can figure out remember what those i'll write myself a note and figure out if i can figure out the standards but i basically refer to them as standards it's like passing your driver's test (laughs) if you want to go from yellow to green then you got to do this like and until you prove that you can do it then you're still at yellow um so it's that standard whatever that standard is you've set and it it can be it's obviously different from an eighth grade team than a high school varsity team but um that's what you got to figure out what your standard you know two minutes how many threes what's your shooting you know you shoot 23s how many should you make whatever it is your standard you want to be um that's what you got to figure out and i use practice and i use scrimmage before the season starts okay so, so you basically give everybody a clean slate to start the year off. Yeah, because I don't know how much they've worked on it and how much right. they haven't worked on it. Now, I'm saying I, I tell them I'm giving them all a green standard. You know we the people that we all know who number 15 on our team is. Right. You know, they're not going to have a green light. But, you know, go ahead. You go make, you know, 15 out of 23s, then we can have a discussion, you know. But they're not going to hit that, so it doesn't really matter. Right, so there could be just a shooting drill that I do every day, and then at certain times I might just track it and let me see how well you're shooting the ball. Yep. And then as the season goes on, if their stats are not matching and then, up. And then that's what I tell them. I said, this is that we don't have stats right now. So it's all like I – and that's a, that's a great way of putting it. Here's our clean slate. You know, you show me that you can shoot and I'll let you shoot. And then, you know, as – it's the stats teacher in me. Then as you get more data, you can make better observations. Okay. And it's like, well, and I've had these discussions halfway through the season. Like, you had a green light, now you're at a red light, and he, and then I'll show them the stat sheet. Like, you right. had to hit a three in seventeen attempts. Right. You know, <laughs> this doesn't lie. So it's like they can't argue with the stats from the games. Um, but we, but you don't really have those to start with. And I don't really want to box a kid in and say you can't shoot. But if I do some standards beforehand and they say, look in practice, then they'll say, well, I can. I go, well, all right, then Tuesday after practice, we'll sit in there and I'll give you 10 minutes and let's show me, you know, and I guess one of his friends to rebound for him. Okay, perfect. No, that, that, that's a good way to start. So to follow up on that is I have, um, like, I have one kid that might be playing this year that really is not a dribbler or a shooter. He's just a, a track guy, super crazy fast athlete. Um, for someone like that, he's a defender. Would, you put it, you're going to put him on the best player on the other team. So how do you, um, how do you have that conversation with the kid basically saying in a competitive game, I, I don't I only want you to shoot a layup. That's it. Or do you just tell him that? You just <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. So, so just tell him like in a certain, so if it's a game, maybe it's a game that's not really that competitive say, Hey, I'm going to give you the, the yellow light. You see some shots, you make it. If it's a tough game before I put them in, just and be honest. Be honest. Yeah. It's like, I know this isn't your sport. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
like right he's a track the person's a track person right so you, you have like i've had nfl guys they knew that wasn't their sport football was their sport so i had you have to have that difficult conversation it's not even that difficult it's like i remember sitting with them and saying this is not your sport i realize that you haven't spent hours and hours in the gym shooting like johnny has or what sally has so let's talk about what you can do and what you can't do you're going to be the best defender in the entire state and here's how you're going to do it and and no one's and all these great players like you're going to be the guy guarding lebron you're going to be the guy guarding Giannis, you know that's what your job is and then we'll then i talk about the offensive part so you got to give them a badge of honor like you are going to stop the best player on the other team every game and that's your that's your benchmark like how many points do they score that's what you got to do not how many points you score how many points they score you got to kind of feed their because then then they'll take it personally like that kid just scored 10 points on me whoa you know kind of thing okay yeah. Uh, so just to add on this same conversation is I have some other backup players who um, all they can really do is, is spot shoot and shoot threes. They don't have the ability to take it to the hoop or anything else. Yep. Uh, would these be, as far as practice goes, it's kind of a two part question. First of all, if they're in the game, what's the best way to, to kind of hide them if I need to? Um, and then also defensively or offensively de- defensively. I'm not worried about offenses, but, but defensively, it, I mean, should you, what's your philosophy on people that really can't guard just a foul anytime someone comes in the lane or don't give them any, you know, like, I mean, your fouling total is going to go up pretty quick. You're going to be getting into bonus, but I mean, is there a way you can hide people like that? Or am I just, <laughs> it's, it's hard to, hide. <laughs> it's hard to hide them zone. You can run some zone and hide them in the zone a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's hard to hide them. I wish I had a better answer than that. Well, but I guess I'm going to call it then for practice. If you really only see them as being able to shoot threes, uh, in practice, would you just have them shoot threes? Yep. Or would you have them- I, whatever they're going to do in a game, have them do that. Like you can't, that's not your job. Your job is okay. to shoot threes. Your job is to make 60% of them. Your job is to hit three a game when you're open. Your job, this is your job. You know, the mailman's job is to bring the mail, put it in my mailbox every day. This is your job. Here's what you have to do. If you want to play, you know, a lot okay. more minutes than not play, you know, kind of thing. Okay. So yeah. so maybe even the drills do some other 15-footers. And the thing is you want to still work on their skill sets because at some point they might have to make some free throws or might have to attack the rim. Okay. That, that's, not, that, that's the discussion you got to have too. It's like I'm, I want to work on your skills. But for right now, here's where you are. Like, I'm not putting you in calculus when you should be in algebra. Like, you're a three-point shooter. That's where you are. Let's work so eventually, maybe by the end of the season, you can do some of these other things effectively. Okay. That's what. That's the discussion I have. Okay. Yeah, I just I know what I want to say. I'm just trying to figure the best way to package it. Yeah. Up. Trust me, with guys, blunt. Just, <laughs> I mean, you tell them it's a difficult, this is going to be a difficult conversation. I'm going to be honest with you. Do you want me to be honest with you or do you want me to not? And they're all going to say, I want you to be honest with me. And I go, oh, that's what you, you just got to be brutally honest. Okay. Like, and, and tell them, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to put you in the best light for you. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. So I wanted to ask you a couple of things. Uh, we just run a basic ball screen, which. All right. I can't see that. I can't see that. I can. You got to turn off your back screen. Oh, uh, there you go. Right there. 
Uh, no, nope, now the, now I have a cow. Yeah, I can't see it. Uh, hold on, just, uh, I'm not that. And, and I don't know. That's weird because it's usually a yellow screen or a blue screen. Uh, all right, let me just ask you this. Yeah, you can just so ask. I, I just showed a basic ball screen offense where uh, you're at the top of the key. Um, you throw it, say, to the left, and then you feel to the right. Okay. And then you just run a ball screen on that side, you know, back and forth and so forth. Uh, the problem is, is that once you throw it to the person on one side, they're running a pick and roll. So there's two people on that one side, and there's three on the other side. Uh, your other three players may be spotting up on the three-point line. The problem I noticed last year is it seemed like they had two defenders that could guard all three of my guys to help off with pack They line. can. You got to skip it. You got to send it back to those three guys. Well, my question was, is if I change it this year, and instead of the guy running to the opposite side, if I pass it to the right, if this guy goes to the right corner? Yeah, he if, loops through and goes to the same side corner. That would work. Is that better set? So you've got you've yeah. I mean, they got an initial look there too because he's cutting and they're gonna they're gonna and then I would tell him to get as wide as possible once he gets out. Like, right? Stay, yeah, so they can run their two man game. Right. Um, you can kick it, and then that means you got two guys. And that's right, and when if one of them drives, they know they got that release in the same side corner. Right. Yeah, I like that. Guy. I like that. Okay. All right, so that's going to be a little bit of change because we've run it exactly the other way. Yeah, draw that up and let me look at it. But I think what we're talking about is what I'm saying. Yeah, he kind of goes through same side corner. I always yeah. like having a guy in the same side corner, but they right. got they'll start creeping in. You want to keep them really wide. Keep them really wide in the deep corner. Okay. Yep. Okay. Good. That, okay. That's, that, that's helpful. Um, one. I got like two minutes. One more. Um, yep. Two minutes. Two more. Well, last question is. Um, when you're when you're playing zone and you're guarding someone, how do you teach them the difference? Like when you're guarding someone, man, like you, you're jumping to their um, strong side, trying to make them go to the weak side. You're kind of moving. You're coming out. You're coming forward. You're kind of trying to uh, defensively keep them off balance. Right. But when you're playing the zone, how do you teach the kids? Do you teach them the the guard the kid exactly the same if it's a matchup zone as you would? I do. I do. And I and I make every when you're playing a matchup, I make them call who they're guarding. Okay. Like they gotta communicate. I got twelve. I got fifteen. I got ball, ball, ball. I got ball. I got ball. So everyone knows who everyone has because that's the one thing with man is everyone always knows who they have. So there's a sense of responsibility. You got to make the same thing with a matchup. Everyone's got to be calling who they got. You got to practice it too. Yeah. So you're playing the guy, man, just like you would. Basically the same idea. You better be guarding somebody. I can guard air, and I'm old. Like, why are you guarding? Who are you guarding? Like, there'll be guys that sometimes in a matchup will be standing there, and there's no one within 10 feet of them. They're like social distancing. Half of them do that. They'll get 12 feet away. It's like, what are you, who are you guarding? Like, guard somebody. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then you would just guard them the same principles of man. If they're a shooter, you get up on them. Otherwise, you lay off. Okay. Because I just that's what I noticed this summer when we had a, a few games is that the kids play zone different. They th- they do they think they think they get the rest. They got to guard somebody. That's right. a great film session thing too. That's a great film session thing. Like stop it, pause it, and say who are you guarding? Like so I'll go, Jim, who are you guarding? Devante, who are you guarding? You know, Dron, who are you guarding? So I'll go all the way down, and it's like they'll tell me, and it's like, and eventually I'll get to somebody that's not guarding anybody. It's like what? Well, right. Okay, why? Like everyone should always have somebody. Now they might be ten feet away, but and that's okay because they're a big guy and they can't shoot that. 
but who are you guarding? Like I always, I'm, and in practice, I'm having them call out names and I'm having them point. I got so and so, and then they, I don't make them do that in a game, but they get they get in the habit of doing it. So, awesome, all right, coach. thanks, sir. All right, let me know. Yep, let me know if you have any other questions. All right, okay. yeah. Bye, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, maybe go over and check out Coach Collins's other podcasts, Teacher Sidekick and High School Hoops. Um, subscribe, like, leave a five star review. Maybe. And then uh, also you can go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.